Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the WTFC Sports Podcast. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace, joined by sports director Lindsey Goff, morning break anchor Tim Guidera. We are in Augusta for the 2022 Masters, recording this on Tuesday night, not from the Champions Dinner. Uh, we were not invited. <laughs> Unfortunately. We did have a, a pretty nice couple nice slices of pizza for, for dinner tonight, so we'll consider that our Champions Dinner Rain was the big story of the day today, likely going to be the story of the day on Wednesday, but did want to record this, kind of get you a little weekly preview. We'll have another one coming out later this week going into the weekend. So, Tim, I'll start with you. You and I have been here before, but it's our first time back in three years since 2019. What was it like being back? I'll ask you. You've been a number of times, but it's been a while. Yeah, it was exciting. Um, Everything's in the same place. Yes. But it still looked new again. It was really mm-hmm. cool uh, getting out there. There are certain parts of this golf course that I try to get to every year. Uh, number 13 being the first place I go every year. And I actually got down there today. I was able to find some folks that we wanted to talk to down there. But uh, obviously didn't see much of the golf course with it closing before noon. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's the best week of the year. You know, if, if you are a sports fan, if you are just a fan of quality events, well-run events. I mean, this hits all the buttons. There was a buzz there, and Lindsay, it's your first time here, but it was a palpable one. I think a lot of folks were excited to just be back, and of course, there's the great cloud and storyline of Tiger Woods being back and, and on the course and on the property today and announcing that, as of now, he's likely to play. So that's the big news, but I just, there was an energy today on the course we were only there for a couple hours before the course was closed and folks were had to had to um leave because of the weather but it it felt like a major championship for the first time in in quite a while yeah in fact everybody who was here yesterday said that there was a sunday crowd around the first tee on monday when tiger teed off and that it it had that electricity and you know coming there wasn't really a theme to this masters other than people being able to come back they had limited attendance last year Really no fans in 2020 when they played in the fall, but full fans, full patrons this year. And that, I think, is what everybody was so excited about. A lot of people getting back out again, uh, still a lot of people coming for the first time. I thought what was really cool, one of the stories we did today, in fact, is those people who won the 2020 yeah. ticket lottery, you know, they very easily could have just, oh, well, sorry, you lost your chance. But I guess the National honored those tickets and uh, invited those folks out today. I, I found a few of them out there, and it was real. They, were, they couldn't be more happy. I mean, could you imagine waiting your whole life to do something, and then COVID takes it away? Yeah. You know, and now they're, you're, you're getting the opportunity to do it. You waited a little longer, yeah. but they all said it was worth that wait. Lindsay, what was your first kind of reaction to, to being there for the first time, walking on the course? You didn't get to see a whole lot yeah. of it today, but you, you got at least a little taste of it. It's a lot. There's so much to take in. There's so much going on. Um, I mean, I think the first impression is it's it's really, really pretty. Even though it was cloudy and overcast, it's a beautiful place. And then you just look at all the people. Like, there's a lot of people out there. And I don't think I ever fully realized and I mean, that, this is a Tuesday, how many people would be out there? It just, the people say it, but like the pictures and the video doesn't really do that justice. And everybody's just excited. Like they're all happy to be there. And, uh, you know, the excitement with Tiger, everybody was just crowded around watching him. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. There there's, 
the ti- Tiger is the big energy this week. That was what I noticed. And we, we've noticed it. I mean, it, it felt like almost every player could have just gone out there and, and walked by themselves almost because wherever Tiger was, there was a magnetic pull to him. And, and that's not uncommon in places like this. But coming back after that severe car accident 14 months ago and you know, almost losing his leg. We, we didn't know if we were ever going to see him in a competitive golf environment ever again. And now here he is 14 months later getting ready to take on one of golf's greatest tests. It is the story of the week. Everybody is talking about it. Everybody has watched. There has been the will he, won't he for the last month. And now today we got as clear of an answer as we've really had. As Tiger said, as of now, I'm feeling like I'm going to play. He was also asked if he thinks he can win, and he said, I do. So it's going to be interesting to watch. I mean, Joaquin Neiman and Louis Oosthuizen are going to play with him the first two rounds, and they're going to probably feel like they are caught in the middle of a storm because it is going (laughs) to be loud around Tiger when he hits that first tee shot Yeah, that's what I was explaining to, you know, somebody today is you're not going to watch Tiger play this week so much as you're going to listen to Tiger play. Even if you are following him, you're, you're going to be feel Tiger you're be play. Twenty people back, yeah. and you might see the club flash above the, the gallery and the click of the ball. You might hear that, mm-hmm. but then the fun part's going to be what everybody's saying because people are yelling out crazy stuff, you know, welcoming <laughs> him back and saying "go win" and you know, just coming up with all kinds of stuff and not the stupid stuff that you hear in some right. of the other tournaments, the mashed potatoes and, and all that stuff. But uh, that's going to be kind of an interesting dynamic and a way to watch. Tiger this year is just kind of listen and hear, hear what goes on around him. The thing that I think is so interesting here is he is the story in being back, but he's, I don't think, really anywhere near. I, I, I don't think expectations for him for most people are very high. He hasn't hit a tournament shot in, in almost a year and a half. I know it's Tiger Woods, but that that if, if you were asking people, hey, who are the five golfers you think have the best chance to win, I don't know how many people would pick Tiger. I don't think he is in competition shape, but I will tell you that I talked to a lot of people today. Everyone I talked to about Tiger says he's going to play and he's going to contend. I don't, I don't think there's a and doubt He said about he that. wouldn't be here if he didn't think he could win, so. And, and and he said that for years, and that's every tournament he's ever been yeah. in. And listen. But it's different this time because he is coming off of that injury. I mean. Yeah. He, he mentioned uh, today. He, he did say today during his Tuesday news conference, it's not the golf that I can't do. It's not the hitting shots. It's not the doing what I want to with the ball that I can't do or the questions that I have. It's the physical. It's the walking that course four days in a row under grueling conditions. The mental aspect of it is a part of it, and that's going to take a a toll on its body as well. And so is all this weather we're getting early in the week. I mean, you've walked that golf course when Mm -hmm. it's wet. Yeah. It changes it. You have to be so much more careful. when You you almost like plod your way around that golf course because the slopes are severe. Yeah. And you don't want to be the guy who slides down (laughs) and has to walk around the rest of the day with mud all over your face. That'll probably be me at some uh, point. (laughs) But that that is going to be challenging. I mean, you know, it's 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 just going to add to the challenge. Now I know he had a special shoe fitted. He's you know he's has some different support in there, but it's still it's a big golf course, seventy five hundred yards, not including the space in between holes, which is significant here. You know, so there's not a lot of flat. Not a lot either. of flat, yeah. and 
you know, you, you add just the anxiety and the pressure and, and everything, the excitement that is growing, that wears you down. So, I, again, I, I have a hard time figuring out how all these people are so confident in him, but people are confident in him. Because he's Tiger. He's That's Tiger it. Woods. And, <laughs> and I don't know if there's anybody in the field who you could actually expect to just walk up to the course one day after not playing competitive golf for a <laughs> year and a half and week. say, you know what, I'm going to try this out and be able to maybe figure it out like Tiger Woods. What this tells me also is that he has been practicing because yeah. he would not allow himself to come up here on a trial basis. No. If he didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. from himself on the golf course, he wouldn't let thousands of people see him doing that. So I think he is much more prepared than he is letting on and than anybody expected that he was. Well, and Tiger's also, and this goes for a lot of the veteran guys who have been out there, but especially Tiger. Tiger doesn't need to go play a bunch of practice rounds to have a feel for Augusta. Tiger knows those shots. Tiger knows where everything is on that course. You know, if Tiger felt he was in in shape and he was able to kind of get out there, hit a couple balls like he's been able to do this week, I think he'd probably feel pretty good about his game going into Augusta. He doesn't need a full week of preparation on the course to to be ready for Thursday. Not to learn the course, but as naturally gifted as he is, he is just as much a product of hard work. Mm-hmm. Very few people practice as hard as Tiger. Yeah. And we all thought he hadn't been able to do that. You know, we thought he'd been on the couch for <laughs> 14 months. Yeah. He's not been on the couch for no. 14 months. He looks terrific, by the way. Yeah. You know, he's wearing, he's back to wearing some like kind of form fitting clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He looks like he just walked out of the gym. I mean, he's, yeah. he hasn't been laying low. That's for sure. Yeah. It he was, looked happy too. I saw oh, him yeah. leaving the range and he was, everybody was cheering for him, obviously, but he looked happy. So, you know, it would not surprise me if Tiger was a little bit, you know, under promising and over delivering in terms of where he was in his recovery process where his game was. I, I don't think it would shock anybody if we looked up on Saturday and Tiger is inside the top 20 a couple shots back and, and looking to make a push on Sunday. I, I don't think that would shock any of us. I think the other thing that's really interesting about the Tiger Woods angle is if it wasn't all the talk about the recovery and the comeback and all this, kind of buried in there is this is 25 years since 97 when he really arrived to the sports world in mass with a 12 shot victory in, you know, really for his first major championship in what is still one of the most dominant, uh, surprising, unbelievable performances in sports history. Here we are celebrating the 25th or not 25th anniversary, but 25 years since that. And of course, here we are again, Tiger's the big story. And he's overshadowing himself (laughs) because as much yeah. as people are aware that it's 25 years, nobody's really making the big deal about that. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> there, here he is. Who, who can be a bigger deal than Tiger? Tiger can. Tiger, exactly. He's the top story and the number two story and probably the number three and four story if you really want to get down to it. And for all of of the the energy and attention that Tiger draws, as this is a, a small field, for a major, 91 golfers, 92 golfers, I believe, somewhere in there. And really, we say it every year, a wide open field, but a ton of top-heavy favorites, I feel like, going into this week. When you look at 
the Justin Thomases, the John Roms, the Dustin Johnsons, the Brooks Kepka. There's about six or seven guys that are really playing good golf coming into this week that have a legitimate shot to win. But but none of them kind of really on form. I mean, they've they've all kind of been around the lead. I don't think any of those guys have a win this year. Right. So, I mean, while they're going to be favorites every week, I don't think you can look at anybody and say that guy's going to. Well, if you want to look at somebody, look at Scotty Scheffler. He's won his last three starts. He's the number yeah. one player in the world. Right. Nobody thinks he's winning this golf tournament. <laughs> he's not the pick for anybody. He but might. He might think he's winning. I mean, he he's been you know just a, a rocket in the last year, as you mentioned, three wins and five appearances, and you know was six inches away from winning the Savannah Golf Championship. That's right. Twenty nineteen. <laughs> so. For, for that, I bet that keeps him up at night. I, I'm sure it does. I'm sure he's really worried about that eagle shot that almost <laughs> went in on 18 at the landings. So for all of that, with with everything that's up in the air and, and the Tiger, and as we get ready for first-round play on Thursday, we're going to do some picks. These are always locks and never, sure, never certain to go wrong as we try to pick golf tournament. If but, your bet goes wrong, we're not liable. Right. This <laughs> is Remember, this is just for entertainment purposes. We are just talking about golf and going to make some somewhat educated picks here. <laughs> but uh, we'll start with Lindsay. You're the sports director, so you get to go first. Your pick to win. Justin Thomas, fellow Kentuckian. He's played well here. Um, I read CBS Sports said that the average Masters winner gets their first win after 6.4 years. This is his seventh start. So, JT. Cal- so he, sh- so he should have won it. Point six years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> if, if only they'd played <laughs> they, it in November last year. Yeah. If they had done Darn. it in November last year, it was what Justin's I, time. What I liked about him that he played a practice round with Tiger Woods and Fred Couples. Mm-hmm. Uh, two guys who know this golf course about as well as anyone. Fred Couples still has the record for most cuts made. Tiger Woods obviously is pretty Tiger good Woods. around here. <laughs> um, you know he was soaking up as much information as he could. He's He's been on that leaderboard. He's been high on that leaderboard before. He's not finished it here. He has as good a chance as anyone because he has as complete a game as anyone. His short game, which is something that you absolutely need around Augusta National, could be something that wins him a Masters. Six cuts in all six appearances, too. And if if you get to Saturday, you have a chance. You don't have a chance if you don't make it to Saturday. And Justin (laughs) Thomas, every time he's been at Augusta, has made it to Saturday. Tim, who's your pick? As I was watching the Players' Championship, I said, when Cam Smith doesn't win the Players, I'm going to pick him to win the Masters. <laughs> but he went and won the Players. So he's still maybe the best putter on tour. I have a hard time seeing somebody win the Players and the Masters back-to-back. But I'm going to go ahead and say Cam Smith. It's he, the hair, isn't it? It's the <laughs> hair, yes. It's the, the, it's the mustache, actually. Yeah. Oh. But um, he lives in the top five here. He always contends here, and again, nobody puts better than him. Some people put better than him here. I mean, I think Tiger puts about as well as anybody here. But you you walk onto the golf course at Augusta National four shots ahead of the field if you're a great putter, a shot a day at least, maybe yeah. even more than that. So, I'll even though I was not going to take Cam Smith, <laughs> I will take Cam Smith. Going against his better judgment. Tim going with Cam Smith. I'm going to go with Brooks Kepka for really no other reason than he's going to win this tournament at some point in his career. So why not this week? 
That's really it. Valid. That that's the absolute reason. There is very there are very few players <laughs> who, when are locked in, can beat him. And there are very few guys that get locked in on major weeks like Brooks Kepka does. And so there's just a little part of me that feels like in a week like this where Tiger is sucking all the energy out of the room and there's a lot of guys that are kind of anonymous this week, Brooks Kepka might be the guy to just kind of go out there and shoot three rounds in the 60s and win his first green jacket. He's going to win this tournament at some point. Why not this week? So I'm going to go with Brooks Kepka, really for that reason. And it's as good as anybody else's reason there as well. So we're going to go dark horses here, guys, that maybe wouldn't be the first pick on everybody. Tiger cannot be a dark horse. Yes. <laughs> I think, so we can, let's put I, that out on the yes, table right the, now. Tim's making rules. The, the guy that gets all the attention is not the dark the horse this week. five-time winner. <laughs> yeah. What if we just described him as the guy horse. with the hurt leg? Then, yeah. then he is a dark horse, but yeah. Tim, we'll start with you. Dark horse pick. Uh, well, Bobby Watson is playing really well this year. And he plays really well around here. I kind of like him coming into this week, another under-the-radar guy. But I'll be a homer and go with the other left-hander from Georgia. Say Brian Harmon coming off of his best Masters yet, tied for 12th last year. Let's say Brian has a chance to do it this week. It'll be fun for us Savannah folks. Lindsay, dark horse pick? I don't know if it's that dark of a dark horse, but I'm going Will Zalatoris. He's young. This is, what, second time here, but... Mm -hmm. Played well last year. He played very well, so. If he can figure out the Willie putter, he, he can be as good as anybody on tour. I'm going to go with, this is not a very dark horse pick because I think this is very kind of a chic pick this week, but I'm going to go Sam Burns, the first winner of the Savannah Golf Classic, making his first appearance in the Masters, which is hard to believe because he won the Valspar last yeah. year, but that was after the Masters, yep. so he didn't get to play last year. But, yeah, he's defended that title before he had a chance. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it, it feels weird. Like, I don't know if that, if it, I just don't, you don't look at him as a master's rookie because he's had success. so much success for, for a little while before getting here. But you look at his game, drives it well, drives it accurately. He can putt well enough. I'm, he can win in Georgia. He, yeah, he just can't. <laughs> you know, the question around him, the reason I think a lot of people aren't picking him is because nobody's won it in their first time since 79. But those are going to break. Somebody's going to do it. Again, a little bit kind of going back to the Kepka pick. Somebody's going to do it. Sam Burns has got a really good chance. So the number 11 player in the world is a dark horse. I, listen, <laughs> I, you know. I, I like it. I didn't say it was a great pick or a, a super dark horse pick. You know, you, you want me to go Kevin Na? Go, go there we deep, go. There yes. we go. Get deep in the odds. I like Burns and I like Kepka. I'm going really cookie cutter here, but, you know, one of those might win. All right, so we're going to do another one of these on, on Friday night. We'll release it on Saturday. When all of our picks missed the cut. Right. <laughs> we will reevaluate who our favorites are. We'll reassess. Yeah. We will not be held to these under any standard unless they're right, and then absolutely we will hold ourselves to them. And I'll not them. shut up. So. Yeah. But we'll, we'll put out another one of these on, on Saturday looking or Friday night looking out into the weekend uh, as tournament coverage shifts to WTOC Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be a really fun week. It, for, the, for the few hours that we were able to be on the course, it is setting up for a, a – energy-filled tournament. I think the, the the crowd of patrons is going to be spectacular this week. 
I think there's there, people just want to get out and, and put out a master's roar. And so I think you're going to see a lot of that this week. And I think guys are going to play really, really well. And you know what it's also going to do? It's also going to look great on TV. Because yeah. a lot of years, it blooms too early, and it's kind of muted on the weekend. It's colorful out there. Yeah. I got I got to see a good bit of, the, bit of the golf course today, especially where all the color is. It's really going to show well on TV, yeah. like it always does. Yeah. So make sure you're tuned in to WTFC this weekend to catch third and final round coverage right here on WTFC. And we'll have another one of these podcasts. Looking forward to the weekend coming up on Friday. Thanks for listening to everybody. We'll have coverage from Augusta National all week on The News. You'll see us morning break, day break, The News in the evening, The News at 11 as well. So make sure you check us out for all of our coverage from Augusta National for the 2022 Masters. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon.